0: Hello, thanks for downloading this week's instalment of Therapy for Me. Uh, I was getting a bit bored with the with the pre-recorded introduction before the guitar twangy bit, so I thought I'd start recording them live every week. So um, this week um, is Valentine's week, and that's something that I'm going to talk a little bit about um, amongst other stuff. Anyway, um, cue the guitar. Today was one of those days where you've got an amount of time to do something and get yourself sorted and get out of the house, and then something comes along and gets thrown into the routine that you don't bank on, and then the rest of the day ends up being behind because of one thing that's thrown into a finite balanced uh, routine that you don't expect. Um, in my case, it was nasal hair. I've, I've had a thing for a while... Um, that actually personal grooming, when you hit a certain part in your life, becomes more complicated because it starts to move into areas that you didn't expect. So um, nobody warned me that nasal hair or ear hair or other bits of sprouting hair would become a thing. And once you get down that... I'm, I'm not at the point yet where I've accepted them. So I'm not at the point where I've accepted... Uh, ear hair, nasal hair. So that means every time I see it, it, I I need to do something about it. Uh, I'm sure in another 5, 10, 15 years time, I'll let it sprout freely and then that'll be absolutely fine. But at this point in time, I'm still trying to, you know, stem that particular tide. Um, And it was a glance in the mirror on, and nasal hair's funny because you can't see it all the time. So you'll look and you'll think, oh, everything's fine, no problem, had a quick chat, absolutely fine. And then the next day you'll look or two days later, you'll you'll notice something sort of and you and you'll be like, There's something there. There's a there's this kind of something caught my eye, uh coming out of a of a nostril. Uh, and how can that be? Because I checked the other day and everything was fine. And then before you know it, there's the, there's a there's a thing to attend to. And of course, once you've seen it, you have to deal with it. Um so today was 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 thrown a bit by by a quick a quick need to, to to kind of get the whole nasal hair trimmer out and and, and have a bit of a tidy up. Um, and, and I and I just hadn't factored I hadn't factored that in. I don't know if it's me, but it was something. And maybe this is down to the fact that I don't drive as much as I used to. So I used to drive a lot with work, and for whatever reason, I don't know if it's something to do with the angle of the uh, of of the. Um, you know, of the mirror in a car but it was something that you would glance and you would notice so I would often spot a piece of sprouting um, nasal hair whilst I was driving now the number of times I've nearly crashed on the motorway because if you see one and you think you can get it and you can yank it out that's great but there's nothing that quite makes your eyes water like that moment when you do that which if you're doing 85 on on the outside lane not that I condone that then, then that can be a bit of a moment when actually suddenly both eyes start to start to well up but that it just seems to I don't know maybe it's the fact I'm not doing that that it, it sprung upon me but but nasal hair became 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 yeah that thing that, that made me late today Tuesday one of the defining features of the last few months of my life has been the fact that I've um, spoken to a lot of people I've not spoken to for quite a while so because you get into a bit of a routine when you're um, when you're working that 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 people become slightly transient. So you'll have a group of people because of a certain project or a certain thing that's going on at work that you speak to a lot, and then maybe two or three years down the line, you don't speak to them as much, and you've got a different group of people who are pivotal to what you're doing at that point in time. And and over the course of the last sort of twenty years, I've got to know quite a lot of different people and. Um, and and what's happened when people find out that you're not doing the job that you're doing before is a lot of people reach out and say hello and offer you all the best and that's meant that I've ended up you know talking to and seeing people that I haven't seen for a little while which is gr- great because it's been people that whom I cared for a lot in the past and then and then for for, for purely reasons of um of of just lives going at different directions, different pace and different directions having lost touch with um, so I had a I had a, a chance to have a, a cup of coffee and a catch up with somebody I haven't seen for we, we worked out it was five years, um, or, or around about five years. We've spoken a couple of times in that past, but we haven't probably haven't seen each other in that time, which was great. And and he we went through uh, as part of having a coffee and a catch up. We went through what had happened in my life over the last sort of six months and how I'd come to um, you know to come to finish um, working where i I'd, I'd been working and. Uh, I talked a little bit about how that you know how that had made me feel, and um, he he said to me that I needed you know he said you sound like you're still quite down about everything, or you st- you sound like it's still a big f- thing for you 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 know is is that going to be a problem? And I said, well, no, maybe because we're talking about it now, it feels like a big thing, but actually I go a lot of time and don't think about it. It's just, we go nowhere with that situation. So therefore there are still a few bits that are are a bit raw and, you know, and, and I can work myself up in the moment to, you know, to get wound up about them again, but actually it's not something I'm, I'm carrying around day to day. And it made me think that actually the one thing I don't miss um, is for the past sort of 18 months 2 years the last sort of 18 months 2 years of my working life i seem to be i seem to be fighting a lot and i don't mean that physical screaming it just felt that everything was a you know was was a battle everything everything every day seemed to be another set of conversations it seemed to be another um, debate that was going on time and time and time again and and fundamentally because other people wanted to do things and go in different directions and you were just starting every day with a kind of defensive position. Um and and that's something that, that I I really don't miss. So um one of the things one of the things about not being in that environment, I do think it's been part of a corporate environment. It's almost part of what you get used to. And it's only when it stops that you realise that it, it had been such a big part of your life. So I really I really don't miss the um I really don't miss that that kind of rear guard action that having to feel like you were you were constantly going into into battle um because it's just such a huge drain on you creatively and it's such a huge drain on you personally um that it's that it's really nice that I'm not not in that space. So it's funny that I came up during the conversations with an old friend today but and and you know, and I, and I thank him for for everything he said because he's he's right that these things aren't worth carrying around with you. But it was interesting that 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 should should come up again. So it's still there somewhere. Um, and for whatever reasons, i have not fully reconciled myself to it as as yet. But um, hopefully, by having that conversation over and over again, you know, we're starting to get towards a point where it isn't really that that important anymore. <laughs> Wednesday. I was asked today if I found it difficult or strange recording this podcast, Um, that it would somehow, or to the person who mentioned it, said it would feel somehow a bit weird to them to try and just sit in front of a mic and and, and just talk. Um, And it made me think... um, about the fact that actually in reality I, I I found this remarkably easy that actually um whether anybody listens to this or not um that the you know the the act of actually recording it and sitting here and organizing my thoughts a little bit and trying to find a way of articulating what what's bouncing around uh, inside my head is 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 really very comforting. Um, I did some some more work uh, to, today on my website. I'm in the process of putting a website together because I'm actually in the process of trying to see if there's um, some mileage in, in, in this as a business idea. And by that, I don't mean this particular podcast. I mean the format and whether I can actually help people um, getting podcasts off the ground. Um, and I'm a huge believer in in them as a thing because I think they're very accessible, um, and I think they're something that's very credible. And I think they're a space where you can you can be very honest and get across what you're trying to say um, in a way that doesn't need to be loud or disruptive or um, you know, in in any way, I'm I'm, kind of, I'm struggling for the word here, but you don't you 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 don't need to do something that's ridiculously clever or that's ridiculously unique. It is it is a voice or a number of voices, um, and it's it's that perfect kind of marriage of um, you know of the time and the space to actually come up with what you know with what you're trying to say. So. It was it was interesting to be asked um, that question because I'd never actually thought about it. I, I, from from the first time I, I sat and recorded this, I found it really really easy. Um, just to you know, j- just to uh, express um, what I was feeling and didn't in any way feel. Um, Either self conscious or in any way felt like it had to be a you know a a production or or (laughs) clearly very interesting to be honest. But um, so um, hopefully there's an there's an opportunity in this area to try and to try and maybe help people and try and get more of these things off the ground because I do think it's um, a hugely interesting and um authentic way of getting uh, getting a a message out there or at least expressing what it is that you're actually uh, you know you're actually trying to say Thursday spoiler alert before we start or well, it's not really a spoiler alert but this probably isn't going to translate. Necessarily on a European level. So I mentioned last week that I um, I was I was being listened to in Germany um, by by a rather surprising number of people. Um, but what I'm going to talk about next might not actually work in Germany or anywhere across Europe uh, in quite the same uh, way. Funnily enough, actually on the listener numbers, I have I've had one download stroke stream in Netherlands, but only one. Now, the way that the statistics work for, for the podcast is you, you, you don't know which episode um, and you don't know um, how much of the episode they listen to and you just know that at some point somebody in the Netherlands has downloaded uh, or streamed uh, the podcast. Um, whether that prompts the question of whether that was drug-related, i.e. because of the easier access to drugs they decided... Not to continue. I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, Netherlands, won, Yeah, I have to see if that improves over time. Um, so the thing that won't translate. Bit of a glass ceiling moment. But um, I don't think Heinz make the best cream of tomato soup anymore. And I have to admit that for probably most of my life, I would never have thought I would have said that. But I'm now having tried a number of different varieties. And I don't know why I've chosen now to start examining this one in particular detail. But I think actually pretty much all of the supermarkets make cream of tomato soup that is better than Heinz. Um, Now... I'm not turning my back on Hines here and there's something There's certainly nothing political about this this is not there's no deep rooted you know falling out between myself and Hines I still think it's got to be Hines beans I've you know tried Cross and Blackwell tried a couple of those, not keen not keen at all so I think Hines you've still got it in the in the bean department and I've struggled with other people's tomato sauce, if I'm being honest. But there's something about that whole myth of Heinz tomato soup that I'm now not convinced actually stands up to scrutiny. Now, that could be very good marketing because it's a simple message and they've always done it very well. So, OK, I could have been taken in by that. Um, but then in the other areas where Heinz is concerned uh, and other brands are available, the Actually, I still go with it. I'll, I'll, I'll still support the whole Branston pickle. Not as convinced on Branston pickle. Happy with other people's Branston pickle. That's not a, not a problem. And mayonnaise, that's not good. But tomato sauce, beans. I think probably spaghetti hoops as well, if I'm being honest. But not, not tomato soup anymore. So, is this a taste change? Is this? I don't know. I'd be interested. To hear from anybody else about whether there's been a similar kind of road to Damascus moment for 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 anybody else with tomato soup, but I'm not I'm not convinced that we have to be in that space anymore. And actually, the great thing about that is it's quite liberating. It's actually quite liberating um, because you get to the stage, you know, where. Heinz is more expensive than everybody else's, and so you buy the Heinz when it's on offer. You know, I don't. I'm. I'm not saying that I wouldn't buy it if it wasn't offer, but you look out for the offer for Heinz suit because it is considerably more expensive. There's something very liberating about about knowing that I don't Heinz on offer. I can have Heinz, but actually, you know what? I'm quite happy with the quite happy. With the Sainsbury's one's fine. The Morrison's one's fine. It's not a. It's not a major problem. And that's. Yeah. It's quite. It's quite a. Quite a freeing moment. So. Don't, you know, forgive me, Heinz. I'm not falling out with you. A lot of respect for the brand. But in this particular thing, yeah, I think you probably did a number on me for uh, the first 48 years of my life. But I'm um, I'm over it now. Friday. I don't necessarily fall out with Valentine's Day. Uh, I, don't have a, um, I don't have a huge issue with it one way or the other, though I do have a bit of a... I kind of... My back goes up a little bit on days where I feel like I'm being told to do something. So Mother's Day, Father's Day, Valentine's Day. Don't feel this way about Christmas. Christmas, I'm fine with that. So that that, that is what it is. But the other kind of the days, then I have a little bit of a, well, don't tell me what to do on a particular day. So if there's somebody special in my life... Uh, I don't I kind of more comfortable expressing it when I want to express it but I don't fall out with a, with the concept of the day necessarily per se I have a big problem with Valentine's cards and it's not that I have a problem giving a Valentine's card and it's not that I have a problem receiving a Valentine's card and it certainly doesn't go back to the fact that I don't seem to recall ever receiving many Valentine's cards when I was younger um it's more to do with the fact that when you've been in a relationship or, in my case, married for a certain amount of time, that Valentine's cars don't get close to expressing how you feel about the other person in your life. Um, and by that, I mean you go in two directions. You go m- mushy. So we are overly sentimental. Um, assuming that we're going after a market of people, and that's the bit I've never quite understood. The over-sentimental cards, is that for is that for people who are not very good at expressing their emotions? So therefore it's it's overemphasized for that person to make it easier for them to say something that they can't say themselves, or is it because there's an audience out there who want that kind of overemphasis of emotions and therefore the card is is there with those things on for the person receiving it so i never really quite understood the kind of overly sentimental um card element of it in the same breath i understand the funny side of the valentine card thing but then i don't really i kind of understand it except i don't really get that either um, and then there's just the straightforward, very simplistic, minimalistic, you know, a card with a small heart on and what have you. And, that, and and all of those things are fine. All of those things are fine. Um except what I always struggle to find is a card that talks to how I feel on that particular on that particular day. So there isn't kind of a an expression of um you know, married for 22, 23 years, in a relationship for 27 years, covered everything, done everything, said everything kind of thing, but then is a Valentine's card. Um, and I've I found odd ones in the past. Um you know, um, I, I I got a very nice playing card that just um, said um, "That'll do" on it, which I, I thought was yeah, yeah, okay. You know, it it gets me over that point. It's the card I've got to be seen. I've got to. I feel like I've got to do the thing and buy the card, so that gets me over that point. Um, and you know, and there's been other things that have come along that I thought, yeah, you know, okay, that's kind of that's kind of a, a reasonable kind of um you know it's covering off kind of where where kind of the relationship is or where we where we're at um in essence i really struggled this year to find the thing that um the thing that kind of expressed my feelings about valentine's day cards and the 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 the, the, the feeling that you of what you you have to do in that moment so Having looked and spent quite a lot of hours and going and having I probably looked in seven or eight places and not really seen what was expressing what I was trying to say, I, I, I ended up making one this year. Now that's great because you can think well, that's a nice thing to do. that shows effort and commitment and and, and, and all of that was fine. Um, and and it, I wanted it to be nice and plain and simple and, and you know and, and in that, and kind of um, classy in that respect. But I wanted it to, to really just um, really just cover, you know where I was in my head with the whole Valentine Day card thing. So what we ended up with was a very nice plain card with an, another piece of, of, you know, of card on it, and then just the words "obligatory Valentine's card," which kind of kind of nailed where I thought I was with the whole Valentine card thing um what that doesn't do is that doesn't talk to the fact that um all the words i need to say to the person in my uh life i wouldn't want to say through a card anyway um i just want to say them directly to her so there's the there's the quandary of of the Valentine's Day card for me, and that that probably won't go away um, in a hurry. Um, hopefully, and I and I'm, I'm finishing this. It's it's five past eight on a on a on a Friday night. Um, hopefully, it's not quite the downer that it's been for the previous weeks in terms of an end. I hope you have a very pleasant Valentine's Day, whatever that means. Uh, for you and for the for the people in your lives uh and the special people in your lives um and um one other thing i'm 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 trying to to work out with with this podcast um if if this translates if this talks to anybody other than the people that i kind of know and and, and, and have touched uh, in my life so if you've enjoyed this and you are enjoying it And if any of this kind of randomness um, is touching you and any odd bits are saying something to you, then could I ask that you share it, but just share it with one person um, who has no idea um, who I am or anything about me, um, just to see if if it makes any sense to anybody with no prior uh, knowledge i'd be really interested um really interested to know uh in the meantime i'm slowly starting to put bits more content on the a short stories um instagram feed so if you get chance to um to, to sign up to that that would be great and also starting to work on putting some bit more content on the a short stories twitter um feed as well so if you get chance to to sign up to those i would i would really appreciate it And in in the meantime, uh, keep being wonderful, and I will talk to you next week. If you've enjoyed therapy for me, then please subscribe and share as you see fit. This has been an A Short Stories production.